There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the Welcome back to A Lot Going On at the Moment. I'm Tab, and I'm here today with Jess and Shelby. Hello. Hey, hey. <laughs> and this is episode 110. Which is the age a person must attain in order to be considered a super centenary. Wait, no. Oh, I thought I knew how to say it, and I'm looking at it again. I'm not sure. Super centenarian. Yeah, a super centenarian, which means they live till 110. That's crazy. I wonder yeah. how people actually... Oh, you want to know? There's a lot. That's a lot of years. I feel like a lot. Like, there's so many people now that I feel just, like, live longer, which is great. I mean, because modern technology. But (laughs) could you imagine, like, 100? That took a long time. One of my students, they were going to their great-grandma's birthday this weekend, and it was 102 birthday. Oh, man. I don't think I'd be interested in that. I just (laughs) living the quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, unless you're the lady, like, oh, I drink a Dr. Pepper a day, and I, like, you know, have yeah. a, a shot I mean, if day. I'm th- thriving at an old folks' home, and there's bingo every day, yeah. and, you know what I mean? Like, water yeah. aerobics. For like, me, yeah. Yeah. Be down for that, with, yeah. My, with our large textbooks. <laughs> yes. Just right in from the library. <laughs> yeah. We can all get on our bus and go to uh, the whatever weird outings. stuff they do. Yeah, yeah. little outings. Love it. <laughs> I was telling Katie when um she was talking about the um the facility the place that um when you guys went to visit Jamie's dad. Yeah. Um I was saying my grandma lived in the nursing home. There was this like lady, we were walking to her room and this lady was sitting on the edge of her bed watching at like UFC, like a UFC match, and she was like oh. into it. And I was like, I hope that's me when I'm old, like hell yeah, I'm watching UFC at that. That will be home. you one thousand percent. Yeah. Okay, so the oldest um accepted sen- super centenarian um by Guinness World Record was he lived from 1745 to 1857. Whoa, back wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and the first female verified was born in 1792. So holy cow. Yeah, that is yeah, crazy. wild. Hmm. hmm. Oh. Well, you know. Wow. Um, okay. Shelby, do you... Oh, go ahead. No. Do you... Okay, Shelby, do you want to do announcements? Absolutely. Make sure you check out our next book review, The Housemaid's Secret by Frieda McFadden on Wednesday, February 28th. Um, normally the last day of the month, not the last day of this year, though, because it's a leap year. Ooh. Uh... <laughs> leap, leap, leap. <laughs> then you can head over to our Instagram, see what we're uh reviewing in the month of march um it has a very groovy calendar I, i'm loving the vibe groovy fun yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and of course like share comment on all the content tell your friends tell your super centenarian grandparents <laughs> um, <laughs> do all the things <laughs> so tab how's your week been it's been pretty good. It's been uh, I have, like I feel like we all have so much going on, but I I have less going on than you all. I feel like you guys have just been crazy. But um, we went to a movie on, on a weeknight, which was crazy. Went to Wonka. Did you um, like it? Oh, yeah, I didn't pretty... know that's what you went to see. Well, because we were gonna go see Iron Claw or whatever, but they yeah. only had one showing, and it was like earlier in the day. Uh... So um, we saw Wonka. It was pretty good. I forgot that there was a lot of singing in it. Yeah, which I don't. Duh. Like I've seen. Mm-hmm. I like. Willy Wonka and the Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Um, the only thing is, is that like I felt like Wonka was very like it's like his, how he became came to be Wonka. Um, and I felt like he oh. was just kind of like too cheery, like as a young man. Like, where how did you become like the Gene Wilder character? Like of like yeah, when did you get Adventure? jaded? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. A lot of singing. It was good though. I liked it. Um, and then let's see what else. Valentine's Day, we went to get Josh's eyes checked, which was a great Valentine's Day gift because he needed glasses. <laughs> um, and then we went out to dinner at the place where we we're gonna have our little wedding dinner, which is shorties. Nice. Shorties. Yeah. Um, we got onion rings. We got way too much food. I was like, 
this is we got the whole order of onion rings. I was like, I, I can't eat all these. Those look so good. Uh, yeah, those if are the best kind of onion ones, rings. Yeah. yeah. And the well, in the dipping sauce, they said it was like a chipotle, but it was really just like a, a little bit kind of a spicy ranch. It was like it was so good. I was like, you guys would have loved their the <laughs> ranch dipping. But um, oh, and then we went to the mall and walked around because it was nearby the mall and uh, did some shopping and stuff. And then we went and got tea from kung fu tea which i'd never been to it's like they sell like boba and different kinds of tea he got like an josh got an oreo wow they use lactate milk so you don't even if you have like you know if you're if you're uh lactose intolerant yeah yeah i'm like an allergy it's not an allergy it's intolerant (laughs) um they just use that and i think lactose-free milk tastes better i don't know Really? Yeah, it's just like I a don't. Bit <laughs> <laughs> you're, the milk, you're the original OG milk queen. Yeah. I feel like, like I was watching Kimmy Schmidt earlier t- today, even just like a, a tiny bit ago, and her and her other mole woman um, were were hanging out, and she pours them milk and wine glasses, and I was like, "That's me. That's a vibe. <laughs> Love that. So fancy." Um. So, yeah, so we got Kung Fu tea, and then we went to this little, um, it's like a French Lebanese bakery next door or something. They had, like, all Ooh. these macarons. I got this, like, heart-shaped macaron. It's very cute. Josh oh, got I love that. Off. Yeah, it was delicious. And uh, and then we had, of course, this yes, last night, Valentine's, Galentine's Day. Yeah, um, Valentine's? Katie, Katie uh, fellow listener Katie, our friend Katie, um, yep. hosted us and uh, had, like, craft night and stuff. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time, and I'm excited for more crafting yeah days so. group crafting group, group crafting because we like we can all bring our stuff like i always wanted to do wood burning and i never got you know because i don't i haven't like bought a wood burner so i was like right i don't even know if had one so i'm thinking like what else can i burn like what other activities could be <laughs> anyway so yeah it was a pretty decent week for me so far we'll see um what about you shelby how's your week um uh, my week has been like awful in yeah, all honesty yeah. just lots of like shitty things happening this week um fortunately mike's grandpa passed away uh, mike has also been suffering from the flu pretty bad he said it's worse than any time he had covid i guess stomach flu yeah yeah i don't know but yeah he's like it's or it, i feel worse than i did all three times that he had COVID. Wow. So, mm-hmm. um He's and on the upswing now, though. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He um, lost his voice. I was telling uh, you guys before <laughs> the podcast so, from coughing. That's like the big thing was the coughing. Um, <laughs> but then uh, I had a issue with our neighbor and the dog. Work yeah. is out of control. So, yeah, just ha- glad this week is over. Um, was happy to spend it with you guys and all our other girlfriends last night. It was definitely it was a, the highest of notes for this week. So, yeah, yeah, that's about it for me and i'm happy i got a three-day weekend so hell yeah oh yeah. yeah so what about you joss well we had a big super bowl win shelby hosted us. oh yeah god that yeah. seems like it seems forever ago <laughs> yeah and i'm just like i'm obviously major swifty so like seeing her happy makes me happy Agreed. Um, yeah so there was just a lot of positive vibes there unfortunately um during their rally there was a shooting which has definitely been a somber note and just very sad and frustrating that this is something we're continually dealing with and Mm -hmm. um it's just so heartbreaking so um yeah when we're when people are gathering to literally celebrate something too it's just so sad yeah um uh, and kind of, you know, not I'm kind of in the middle of Tavin, Shelby, of just like kind of just a busy week. Um, but yeah, Galentine's was really good. My sinuses have been nuts because like Shelby and I were talking about this, that the weather's been so up and down and all over. Like, uh, yeah. Um, but um, Doug and I are taking a little trip to Austin, Texas, and I'm hoping Doug's like, you just need some sunshine. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> and I'm like, I hope so. I hope I go down there. I'm like, I'm healed. My sinus yeah. is like, <laughs> I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I am feeling like better. I think because I, I got a good amount of sleep and not so run down. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and Galentine's will probably, probably get more into that in our crafting section because yeah. we explored all the crafts <laughs> anything that was available i was like i'm gonna try it <laughs> so, it was a yes day for sure yeah. um but tab what have you been reading well i mentioned it last night but i finished remarkably bright creatures it all came together i was like what is this third character what is it doing and i figured it out because i read the book oh. <laughs> um, 
I liked Do it. Do you really um, go until like towards the end? Kinda. Maybe I could have forced. I, you know, I, you guys, if you were to read it, you probably would be like, oh, hmm, suspicious. Hmm. And then you probably would figure it out. And I was like, okay. I'm, I'm blind to this until the very end, <laughs> until the words come out of somebody's mouth. That, isn't that so exciting though? Like yeah, it, it bums me out when I'm like, I figured this yeah. out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Early on. Um, but it in was another good. life, I probably was a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Um, and then I'm trying to see what else. Uh, so that's the only thing I finished. I started uh, the Nightingale as an audiobook on I've been such good things. I know it's not like a new book or anything, but a lot of right. like the book talks that I've been seeing of their like all time favorite reads that's been mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I wasn't sure. Like, I because I obviously really like Kristen Hannah's like writing, so I was like, mm. yeah. and then I started it and I was like, okay, this is good so far. Um, it's not the same audiobook narrator as, um, what was the other one that I listened to? Was Four it Winds Great or Great Alone? One of those I think I listened to. Um, it was not the same one, but it was. She's doing a pretty good job so far, I guess. Um, and so I'm excited to get through that because I like I don't know why right now. Like I feel like it's popular again, or like because it's been out for a while, like you said. Yeah. Um, and then up next I have The Housemaid's Secret, and um, I started this graphic novel again. I got this on NetGalley. Yeah. Um, but it was like hard to read in their app, and I never like finished it. Well, like I'm working through oh, it. Oh, are the pages they're Wait, in I colors? Some, I saw some mustard yellow. Was that the just the, oh, this is a front, oh I thought yeah. the pages were sprayed. I was like, oh, oh. Like, oh, that would be really cool. But yeah, it's about it's like a just kind of like it reminds me of like do you remember when we were well kids? There was like I, I don't know if it was Amelia, it was like a cover was like a notebook, it was a black and white, like spotted notebook. Yes, like she'd write like it was like a di- diary or whatever. This is giving me those vibes because it's kind of the same, like artwork in here oh, cool. and just, like, all kinds of different stuff. And I'm like, this is like the adult version of that. But it, it takes place in the 90s. So I'm also like, I keep thinking, like, how do we live in the 90s without a cell phone? I'm like, I can't. How did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> how did you do it? But um, and I went to the library and a uh, bride came in too. So I'm excited to start that. It's a thick yeah. boy. Thick um, but then also I put a bunch of um books on hold because I put those Dear America books on hold for the ebook and they oh, you have to read them in the browser like it doesn't go into the kindle app and i'm like i don't want to do that so um, i put them on hold but this one's called my america and i'm like is this the same series i think it's related because that was coming up a few times when i was looking up oh. some um, what's it what's the subtitle um as far as i can see meg's prairie diary <laughs> i was like am i in the prairie stuff like maybe um but this one i don't know it, it looks like so not as long as the is other one. Is the Dear America people traveling to America? Cause, or like, is it a hmm. traveling? Because what we had the Oregon Trail, we had um, the Titanic, like coming to America. Hmm. That could be. I don't know. I know nothing. I just wonder if it's another like sub genre. Yeah. It might be. That's actually probably that's smart. Fact, no, because they're all in different timelines. I don't know. I don't know if I have any. Or is it shorter? Yeah, so is it it's shorter? um, My America is a spinoff of Dear America. I'm trying to see what the difference between the two is. Because yeah, some of the Dear Dear America is like the Salem witch trial. That's not like a okay. That's not traveling. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I wonder. Is it the why. length? Is it? Because it might just be like maybe My America is a lower reading level. Yeah, because this is about 100 pages. Uh, I feel like that, for like younger kids. Yes, you're exactly right. Yeah. So My America is geared towards younger, um, 7 to 10, it says. Okay. Whereas Dear America is a- older. Makes sense. Damn. Well, I'll be flying through this puppy. <laughs> 7 to 10. <laughs> 7 to 10. I'm, I'm well there. Like, I so got I'm- that. <laughs> I want to read through like 50 books this weekend. It's going to be the entire series. Oh, there's quite so in all our Dear America talk. I don't know. So there's also My Name is America. That's uh, young men during American history. Don't need to hear about that. Um, (laughs) You're like, I don't have any issues. Hashtag privilege. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's The Royal Diaries, a series of fictional journals about the teenage years of famous royal women throughout world history Ooh. that actually that sounds intriguing that does sound Ooh, interesting. yeah and there's also um dear canada i am canada uh my story 
Uh, I am Canada. I am Canada. <laughs> uh, my Australian <laughs> story and um, like a is New Zealand one too. Oh, oh that sounds cool. I'm gonna have to like yeah. The rest of the day today, I'm just gonna be a. Uh, Diving in, going to the library, just take the whole stack. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, ma'am, no. Yes. Since we're talking about uh like childhood books, um, I have this written down for my section. So I, I'm sorry, Tab, I know this is your section, but oh, it kind of segues nicely. Um, and I've been meaning to bring this up. Um, but I maybe probably like a month ago had a almost like a falling out of time uh moment where I was like, What was this book series I really liked when I was a teenager? And I tried to search for it and found it. And it was the reason why it like, like reignited my, my in my mind was because it involves a female trying to play football. And oh. you know, we're in our football uh, season. Now it's over. But um, and it's all about her trying to figure out how she can be on the team and this and that. But she's like really good. All that. Um but she lives um, on a, a dairy farm. And the reason yeah. that, like, yeah, the reason why she, um, like, even tries to be on the team or any of that is because one of the star players on their high school team gets, um, like, has to take a job at her farm. And so it's, like, she starts crushing on him and they start, like, th- tossing around the pig skin, you know. <laughs> and... He realizes like she's really good and this and that. I don't remember all of the details, but there's many. There's me- like three books I want to say. Um, Tab, the title's gonna really speak to you. I'm ready. And I found it on Hoopla. Did I find it on Hoopla? Oh. No, I found it on Libby, and it was immediately ready. Um, I haven't read it yet, but the title is Drumroll, please, Dairy Queen. <laughs> Oh my god. I love that. I actually just got yeah, a meme sh- to Katie. It said, just a Dairy Queen looking for my Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, there's also the one with just the cow because it takes place on a dairy farm. Oh my I god. I've seen those books And then it's the season and front and center. So I think I read oh, these wow. like when I was in like 8th or ninth grade. Um... But I, I was like so happy I found the series and I'm like, is it still gonna hit? Probably not, but I probably will <laughs> read it. But um Yeah, it's it was a good one. There's it was it was like a te- teenage drama. Like it could have been on like ABC Family. I know, it sounds like it into- something I would have yes. watched, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so the synopsis <laughs> says, um, when you don't talk, there's a lot of stuff that ends up not getting said. Stuff like why her best friend Amber, hey, <laughs> isn't so friendly anymore, or why her brother Curtis never opens his mouth, why her mom has two jobs in a big secret, why her college football star brothers won't even call home, why her dad would be ballistic if she tried out for the high school football team herself, and why Brian is so, so out of her league. When you don't talk, there's a lot of stuff that ends up not getting said. Welcome to the summer that 15-year-old DJ Schwin- Schwink? No. Schwink? Schwink. <laughs> no. A Red Bend, Wisconsin learns to talk and ends up having an awful lot to say. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, I remember there was a, like a lot of drama with her brothers like playing college football, too. There's like, I think in the second one. Hmm. But yeah, um, you know, just I love smart. that for you. Yeah. I've been meaning to tell you guys about it. I keep forgetting because I haven't had a chance to read it myself right. yet. But anyways, Tab, what else? That's um, <laughs> I, I have one more note on the I am Canada. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it is, of course, about young men in Canada because, you know, men, of course, I am Canada. Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> but, those that was my final note. <laughs> Uh-huh. interesting um that's hockey? hockey in canada. Yeah, are they playing hockey in like i hope so honestly Tim Hortons or something i don't know yeah um maybe entire <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i think that's it for me honestly not not, not any not too much going on oh, what about you shelby what, what um, let's see so i have finished um i finished another Impo- improbable meet cute series book um ashley poston's with any luck um it doesn't like it only has a three star like a 3.3 star rating on oh. goodreads i thought it was cute though like okay. it was a fun little okay. read um so i am 
on the last one now. And I'm, I don't know, this one is not hitting me, I feel, as much as the other ones did. So, okay. Um, is that the one by Sarah Wilson? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Royals, something or another. Um, okay. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, working on that. And then I also finished Paris, a memoir, which Jessel, um suggested. And I really enjoyed it. It was like, I mean, it's it's terrible what she experienced in her like adolescence teenage years mm-hmm. i don't understand how she can forgive her parents after all of that stuff so yeah. like it's um yeah but like in her narrating the audiobook was really like really nice to hear it in her voice so mm-hmm. uh, yeah so finish those two um other than that let's see i'm still working on the serpent and the wings of night uh and what the river knows and i also started the sweet spot by amy popple i'm about halfway through this the audiobook we've talked about this before sometimes when i start an audiobook like this happened with the nightingale where i'm like i cannot establish what's happening here at the beginning Mm, yeah like it's just like i can't um this one hit right away i was like oh good all in when i started yeah um but i was telling um jessel last night the synopsis talks about finding a baby on a bar stoop Oh, <laughs> but I'm halfway through the book and we haven't gotten there yet. So I don't know when the baby is going to show up. Um, but there are uh, still showing like how all the like these three main characters are all interconnected. And um, I it could be a situation where uh, all the characters suck. So we'll see oh, <laughs> how no. that ends up. Yes. But okay. I'm enjoying it right now. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. Yeah, that is it for me. What about you, Jess? Um, I also finished the Paris memoir. Very good. Um, a lot of uh, like very powerful, meaningful messages at the end, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah. Um, yeah, highly recommend her narration as mentioned is very good. Um, it makes me want to like kind of dive deeper into her past. And I never watched any of her shows or anything, so um very interesting. But I also finished Betting on You by Lynn Painter. It was good. Um, we this was one of my uh, workbook of the month picks and uh, it had a lot of Taylor mentions which was good mm-hmm. it's a YA romance which I think just doesn't hit for me anymore it's right. just like I think it is very like these YA romances they do a really nice job encompassing what it is to be a teen <laughs> and <laughs> in love um, but as a 30 almost 32 year old just doesn't hit for me anymore i'm i'm i get frustrated when i'm like yep you guys just aren't going to talk about it huh like, yeah, just not yeah. Gonna have a positive communication <laughs> um but overall it was like cute and fun and they had a trip there was um a point in it where they take like a a ski trip it's both both the male and female lead are um dealing with their parents divorces so it's kind of like if you're um an adolescent going through that i think that would really hit for you um, but one of the things was, um, you know, the new guy in her mom's life one wants trying to like get to know her and everything and books a trip, um, where they're like skiing in Colorado and she's all upset about it. Right. She doesn't want to go spend time with this guy and her mom. Like she just wants to spend time with her mom, but then like they come to terms with she she'll go if she's able to bring a friend and so her, she's going with her best friend but then her best friend gets grounded can't go so long story short she brings her male best friend which is like the other male lead and so they have this trip together and it's oh. just you know i love a trip <laughs> where, um there's a point where um a goose during this trip flies into her room breaks the window no nope, nope. <laughs> so then forced proximity they have to both like sleep in the living room and you know um it was cute i gave it a 3.5 there it was funny and light and a quick read but yeah you know i think i can still do ya thrillers but mm-hmm. if i'm gonna pick up a romance i think it's just not gonna be ya yeah um from here on out but um, I did start another audiobook after Paris's memoir called You Shouldn't Have Come Here by Geneva Rose. Um, and it's just like a little audiobook thriller. And the premise is this girl from New York is taking a road trip. She's She um, goes to stay at an Airbnb in Wyoming. So very change of pace, like just kind of enjoying the outdoors. But it's one of those Airbnbs where it's like you're staying in a room in the house um, so it's oh, mu- okay. very much so shared space and um, it's dual p- 
POV with her and then the um, owner of the Airbnb. And he's like a guy her age. Um, But there's like a lot of weird things going on. But it's kind of we're kind of like unsure who's the one we got to be suspicious of her or him. Um, So I'm about 50, 56% done with that. So um, it's an interesting concept. I'm about to go stay in an Airbnb. So maybe shouldn't have um, (laughs) (laughs) dived into that, but I don't think I'll ever, ever go to an Airbnb where I'm just like, having like staying uh, in the yeah, in, no. in the house with them like no thank you absolutely yeah <laughs> nope every time um, i'm on airbnb i put the a whole place to yourself mark absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yep um going to be diving into the house made secret um here soon and uh, okay so i recently picked up charlie and nick um which is a novella from the heartstopper series and I had misread the timeline that I was gushing about in the end of the volume five. Um, the Charlie and Nick novella is after volume five because they're talking about like him going to university, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like this can't be where I thought it was because this is all stuff after. And then, so I took another look and in the timeline, it doesn't have it on the timeline. It has just like a blurb underneath it. And it says uh, it takes place during summer of their third year and i took it as takes place after volume three when i read it the first time so i think that it was in the middle because it wasn't on the timeline and then i just read the blurb and i didn't pay attention too closely um i'm still gonna finish it i'm i'm like a third of it and i mean it's like 150 pages it's really short um and i've read the the fifth heart stopper so i wouldn't i wouldn't continue if i hadn't read the fifth heart stopper but i know everything going on okay yeah. so mm-hmm. and then i started this winter which is in the midst of it all tab read that one and that one's yeah. really short it's like less than 100 i think and it's all mm-hmm. like Tor- tories um pov so yeah I, i'm getting excited about that so i'm gonna try and they're both really short i'm gonna try, tie up those loose ends and then i think i'm just gonna bring my kindle on our trip because I um I I although I'm gonna be reading the housemaid's secret, I also just like I'm in a warm, fuzzy, I need light, fun read. Not yeah. a th- I'm not in a thriller mood per se. Um, but I did get in from the library check in mate from um Ellie Hazelwood. Ooh. And my coworker is has been like gushing about this book. So I'm like, I need to give it a shot a shot, I think. And it should be a quick it's a quick one. It is a YA now that I'm thinking about it, but this will be a good. This will be a good, you know, determining factor. Yeah. If because mm-hmm. I love Ellie Hazelwood, so we'll see. Right. Uh, my yeah. coworker said she felt like it was less cheesy having it be a YA and not all like, "Ooh, this big strong man," like blah blah blah. blah. Oh, that's exciting! Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. That came in in the uh, as an ebook on the, in the library. So, yeah. Um. Would you guys like to talk about our highly anticipated for March? I mean, February is just flying by. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt like there was like a lot of books that are coming out in March, but I was like, I it was just like so hard to pick because there's just so many. But um the first one I have is called Expiration Dates, and it is by Rebecca Sarrell. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce yeah. it. I think she wrote the um book that Shelby, you read one Italian summer, didn't you? Yes. I did too. Yeah. Oh, you both read it. Um, yeah. I have not read it, so I don't it was know. Not even... good, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, that's what I was like. I, I don't know. I, like you, I felt like you guys said you didn't like it, but it was like, was it written well? Maybe it, I don't know. Just I didn't know. I it, listened it like to it, sad. which may have played a role. She also, what's the other one? She wrote that uh, um, our good friend Gretchen in, really likes. That in I five years. Like, in five years, I also listened to that one. And I I really didn't like it. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, but that's like one of Gretchen's favorites. So I'm. And that might just be an author that I have to physically read. Yeah. And listen to you know. Who knows? The cover well, is so, cute though. Yeah, yeah, the cover is like um has like. Uh, it says expiration dates in green and then it has like papers floating in the air and it's kind of like uh, there's like some palm trees and a road underneath. Pretty cute. Um, yeah. And this comes out March 19th and uh, let me read the little blurb here. <clears throat> Being single is like playing the lottery. There's always the chance with that with one piece of paper you could win it all. Um, let's see. 
Daphne Bell believes that the universe has a plan for her. Every time she meets a new man, she receives a slip of paper with his name and a number on it. The exact amount of time they will spend they'll be together the papers told her she'd spend three days with martin in paris five weeks with noah in san francisco and three months with hugo her ex-boyfriend turned best friend daphne's been receiving the numbered papers for over 20 years which is like that's crazy like what that is a cool concept yeah yeah always wondering when there might be one without without an expiration finally the night of a blind date at her favorite los angeles restaurant there's only a jake but as jake and daphne's story unfolds daphne finds herself doubting the paper's prediction and wrestling with what it means to be both committed and truthful because daphne knows that things jake doesn't information that if he found out would break his heart um let's see so that's i feel like it's an interesting concept how is she getting the papers are they floating into her pocket is there like a cupid (laughs) flying around a bird i don't know um (laughs) and this drops on the area um but yeah it seems kind of interesting a a cool concept yeah yeah and yeah like i said it comes out march 19th there's shelby you wanna yeah um so the first one i have murder road by simone i I also have have that one too yeah yeah, so the cover is the text is in red and it's uh um like a uh road (laughs) imagine that (laughs) um in forest road. and there's headlights coming towards the you the viewer <laughs> um <laughs> after taking a wrong turn on their honeymoon april and eddie stumble across a lone hitchhiker on a deserted road soon they realize he's bleeding and a semi-truck is barreling after them after the hitchhiker dies in the hospital april and eddie find themselves the only witnesses and prime suspects in a series of murders along that deserted stretch of road as they try to clear their names they realize something supernatural is taking place in this town full of dark secrets mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, the release date of this is a March 5th. Murder Honeymoon. Murder Honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that author a lot. I, 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 I could see this being up on Book of the Month because yeah. I've had Simone St. James before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read... Let me see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I have a book. I have The Haunting of Maddie Claire on hold. I, like a lot of people are saying that that was like a spooky good book, but it's only three point eight ratings. So. Mm. Mm. Um, The Sundown Motel I got from Book of the Month, and I really liked that. It was spooky. And then the Book of Cold Cases Book of the Month had, and it sold out. I'm wondering if they'll like, because I've been wanting to add that on. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe they have this one. They'll... Yeah, yeah. The Sundown Motel has a cool cover. It's like a yeah. It was a good... yeah. It was cool. Hmm. It was ghosty. You know, I love a ghost. Yeah. Um, the one I'd like to talk about next is uh, called The House of Hidden Hidden Meanings by RuPaul. It's a RuPaul memoir. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, coming out March 6th. Yeah. I'm not sure if um, it's narrated by the author, but I can't see any info on the audiobook. Let me see. But we love to see that, right? For any yeah. memoir. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's it. Just a nice little um, memoir. Look, oh, the cover is a nice peripheral of RuPaul, black and white. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So the next one I have, I was like looking. This one seems kind of interesting, but kind of like weird. We'll see. It's called The Devil and Mrs. Davenport. Um. It's by whatever Paulette Kennedy, and it comes out March fifth. So the cover is kind of like um. Looks kind of like an older style. It's okay. like a house and like a blue oh. with yellow. And there's like a crack down the middle. Gosh, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know. Um, and the synopsis is... I've never heard of this author before, but I have, there's so many authors out there. Um, okay. <clears throat> the first day of autumn... Um, oh, wait. The first day of autumn brought the fever. And with the fever came the voices. Missouri, 1955. Loretta Dav- Davenport has led an isolated life as a young mother and a w- wife to Pete, an ambitious assistant professor at a Bible college. Which, mm, there, the picture of domestic tranquility until a local girl is murdered and Loretta begins receiving messages from beyond. Pete dismisses them as delusions or of a fevered, um, 
female imagination, which I'm like, mm, 55. Um, Loretta, Loretta knows they're real and frightening. Defying Pete's demands, Loretta, Loretta finds an encouraging supporter in a parapsychologist, Dr. Curtis Hansen. He sees a woman with a rare gift, more blessings than a curse. With Dr. Hansen's help, Loretta's life opens up to an empowering new purpose. But for Pete, the God-fearing image he's worked so hard to cultivate is under threat. No longer in control of his dutiful wife, he sees the devil at work. As Loretta's powers grow stronger and the pleading spirits beckon, Pete is determined to deliver his wife from evil. To solve the mysteries of the dead, Loretta must first save herself. Seems kind of like an old like, murder, I don't know, like a horror movie kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, and that, yeah, like I said, March 5th, it comes out. Nice. Very good. Uh, let's see. My next one, The Funeral Ladies of Eller- Ellery County by Claire Swinarski. Um, the cover of this is like an off-white and it's really cute. I don't. I saw that. I don't know how to describe it. I was looking at Adam. <laughs> it's uh. But, oh my god, geez, Louise, this is painful to watch me do it. Okay. <laughs> there, it's this one. <laughs> okay, so okay. Um, <laughs> it's let's see, it has like a little drawing. I don't know, it's giving like old kind of, like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> so the uh, synopsis. Um, Esther Larson has been cooking for funerals in the North Woods of Wisconsin for 70 years. Known locally as the Funeral Ladies, she and her cohort have worked hard to keep the mourners of Ellery County fed. It is her firm belief that there is a very little a warm casserole and a piece of cherry pie can't fix. But after falling for an internet scam that puts her home at risk, the proud Larson family matriarch is the one in need of help these days. Iris Esther's whip smart gen z granddaughter would do anything in her family and her community as she watches her friends and family move out of the lakeside town onto bigger and better things iris wonders why she feels so left behind in the place she is desperate to make her home but when cooper Wells shows up she, she finally starts to feel like she's found the missing piece of her puzzle cooper is dealing with becoming a legal guardian to his younger half-sister after the, his beloved stepmother dies while their celebrity chef father is focused on his booming career and top rank television show cooper is still hurting from a public tragedy he witnessed last year as a paramedic and finding it hard to cope with iris in the gorgeous county though he hopes he might finally find the home he's been looking for it doesn't seem like a community cookbook could possibly solve their problems especially one where casseroles have their own section and cream of chicken soup mix is the most frequently used ingredient but when you mix the can-do spirit of midwest grandmothers with the stubborn hope of a boy raised by food plus a dash of long-awaited forgiveness things might just turn out okay and this includes recipes in the book too apparently that's what it says i love that (laughs) so yeah something it sounds like something a little different i mean yeah yeah I looked at that too. I was like, I put that. On my, I was gonna put that on my list. But I found some other ones, but yeah, yeah. Uh, my next one is called "Happily Never After" by Lynn Painter, who's the author that of um, "Betting on You" that I just finished. Um, it's giving "Speak Now" or "Forever Hold Your Peace." Speak Now by Taylor Swift. Um, the cover is this pretty light pink, and there's confetti falling, and it is. It has the aisleway um, at a wedding and the bride and groom are at the end of the aisle and like the bride has her hands on her head like, oh no, and the guy- <laughs> and the groom has his hands on his hips like he's pissed. And then at the in the foreground of the aisle <laughs> on the other end, it has like two people standing up and objecting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, wow. I love, that. Oh, I love <laughs> this objecting. cover. This is very cute. Yeah, it's really cute That's with the confetti. Cute. So... Um, it starts off with our female lead who is getting married, but she finds out her fiance is, um, cheating on her, but she doesn't want to be the one to call it off because, um, I know, right? Well, um, her her future (laughs) father-in-law is her dad's cutthroat boss. So she doesn't want to be the one to to do the, like, to cut it off, even though this guy is the one cheating, but okay. Um, so she finds this professional objector. Um, uh, I would love this job. Yeah, yeah you might be good. <laughs> whose purpose is to show up at weddings and proclaim the words no couple usually wants to hear at the ceremony. I object. <laughs> um, so, long story short, um, 
you know, he she hires him to object at her own wedding, and then she like starts working with him and also becomes um, an objector or whatever. <laughs> and it says the name, the objectors, their job to break off weddings as hired. Their dilemma, they might be just falling in love with each other. Um, but yeah, they they're like both like two love cynics start working together. Um, so it's like they don't believe in love and they're trying to save others from like getting married sorry I Tabitha, this i know you're about to get married and <laughs> so, no. i mean we're both happy married. yeah shelby and i not to each other but you know. i'm like is this a job like do we, do we i know right this, um this comes out just in time for your wedding um it comes, <laughs> it comes out march 12th um it's only 304 pages and okay. i don't know it sounds fun and it sounds really fun right? yeah yeah <laughs> yep Wow. Uh, so yeah, uh, it all wraps up with it says, and then everything changes once a groom to to be hires Sophie, which is our female lead, uh, to object. But his fiance is the woman who broke Max's heart. So the other guy that she's working with um, is like the other lady involved in the wedding. So it gets a little messy, and I'm excited because um, I did really like Lynn Painter's writing, and I've I've read a couple of her books prior. Um, it's funny. It's light. I think I just need like this is an adult genre. So yeah, um, yeah I think it'll be good. Hmm. Um, okay, I have one more. It's called The New Couple in 5B. This is giving me like the what is the book? Just I think you suggested it where this girl is living in this like apartment building and some shady stuff's going on in the apartment. Is it a Riley Sager? It's not a Riley Sager book. Lock I every mean, door? Maybe. That's when no. she's house-sitting in New York, yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe that is. Oh, so this one is by Lisa Unger, um, and the cover is, like, um, it's like a building, maybe some water, bright pink words on it. Oh, I love the cover. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Come back. I was looking for it online. Oh. Oh, cute. Yeah. Um, And let's see. So this comes out March 5th, and the little synopsis says, Rosie and Chad Lowen are barely making ends meet in New York City when they receive life-changing news. Chad's late uncle has left them his luxury apartment at the historic Win Windermere in glamorous Murray Hill. With uh, Murray Hill, it doesn't seem like, anyway. Um, okay, with its <laughs> pre-war elegance and impeccably uniformed doorman, the building is, an, is the epitome of, an, of old New York charm. One would almost never suspect dark history lurking behind its perfectly maintained facade. At first, the building and its eclectic tenants couldn't feel more welcoming. But as the Lowens settle into their new home, Rosie starts to suspect that there is more to the Windermere than meets the eye. Why is the doorman ever present? Why are there cameras everywhere? And why have so many gruesome crimes occurred there throughout the years? When one of the neighbors turns up dead, Rosie must get to the truth about the Windermere before she too falls under its dangerous spell. It says Ooh. it's spine tingling, so I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it has like a 3.8 on Goodreads right now, so I'm like hopeful that it sounds kind of yeah. interesting. It sounds fun. It yeah. does. Uh, yeah, Murray Hill is a neighborhood. Yeah, like a neighborhood in New York. It, it oh, makes is it me, real? When anything is, yeah, when anything's called <laughs> something Hill, I think it's like a battle, like where they had a battle in the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's like all yeah, Bunker Hill. Yeah. All of it's Bunker right, Hill. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, all right, my final one I got is This Could Be Us by Kennedy Ryan. Um, this is the second book in the Skyland series. We read the first one as a pod. Um, I wonder Last if that'll year, be yeah. I wonder if that'll be on book of the month because oh, they had be. yeah they had the first one as an add-on. Oh, so we'll see. Yeah. Um. So Soledad Barnes, which Soledad is, was the friend of the main yeah. uh, character in uh, the first book, has her life all planned out because of course she does. She plans everything. She designs everything. She fixes everything. She's a domestic goddess who's never met a party she couldn't host or a charge she couldn't lead. The one with all the answers, the perfect vinaigrette. Oh yeah, for the that summer salad. Uh, but of, I'm like, I'm like, what is vinaigrette? Where is this going? <laughs> um, but none of her varied talents can save her when catastrophe strikes, and the life she built with the man who was supposed to be her forever goes poof in a cloud of betrayal and disillusion. But there is no time to powder sulk or even 
grieve the life she lost. She's too busy keeping a roof over her daughter's heads and food on the table. And in the process of saving them all, Soledad rediscovers herself. From the ashes of a life burned to the ground, something bold and new can rise. But when an unlikely man enters the picture, the forbidden one, the one she shouldn't want but can't seem to resist, she's lost it all before and refuses to repeat her mistakes. Can she trust him? Can she trust herself? So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. Um, Release date, March 5th for that. All right. My last one I have is called The Day Tripper by James Goodhan. Another good time traveling one. We've been on a time travel (laughs) kick. Um, So the cover is like an ombre navy blue going from dark at the top and then going lighter at the bottom. And then there's all these little like twinkling stars in different varying like clocks um alarm clocks watches um oh that's cute go. oh i love it it's very cute um so it, it pretty much follows this guy who he just keeps waking up in different years of his life like sporadically um i'll read it for you though so we start off in 1995 it says the right guy the wrong the right place the wrong time so it's 1995 and alex dean has a spot at cambridge university next year the love of, of an amazing woman named Holly and all the time in the world ahead of him. That is until a brutal encounter with a ghost from his past sees him beaten, battered, and almost drowning in the Thames. He wakes the next day to find... Uh-oh. Okay. He wakes the next day to find he's a messy... Um, he's in a messy room he's never been in before in grimy clothes he doesn't recognize with no idea of how he got there a glimpse in the mirror tells him he's older much older it has been living a hard life his features ra- uh, ravaged by time and poor decisions he snatches a newspaper and finds it's 2010 15 years since the fight after finally drifting to sleep alex wakes the following morning to find it's now 2019 another nine years later but the next day is 1999. Never knowing, <laughs> yeah, never knowing which day is coming, he begins to piece together what happens in his life after the fateful night by the river. But what exactly is going on? They, why does his life look nothing like he thought it would? What about Cambridge and Holly? In the page-turning adventure, Alex must navigate his way through the years to learn the small actions have untold and have an untold impact and that might be all he needs to save the people he loves and equally importantly himself wow that sounds interesting yeah Yeah. waking up a different year every day i hate that (laughs) yeah how would you even know how would you prepare i don't know (laughs) yeah i feel like after reading the seven year slip i've read like so many time traveling Yeah. yeah oh and that comes out my bad i believe March nineteenth, and it's a nice. it's a little thicker guy three sixty eight. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Very nice. That was all mine. Does anybody else have any like honorable mentions or anything? Or nope. You guys had the other ones I had. Very cool. perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we get into crafting? Yeah, we've been crafting lately. Well, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but um, we, our craft evening we had last night that was so I can't wait to do it again. Like it's yeah, so, yeah, it was so great. fun. Um, so we uh, I brought diamond dot like cards for everybody to do, which I like also have a diamond dot that I need to like keep working on, and that like made me feel motivated that was to actually so do. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause the, I think the thing is, is like the bigger ones are so many different colors. Like yeah. mine just had four different colors. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But like when you have like 20 different colors or something, it's like, it seems like really, oof, I got to get like, figure out which I also really liked the size of it. That was just like a mm-hmm. small, very manageable thing to do in one sitting. Yeah. I well, love and that. I think you just sent it to us there. Um, there is a company that sells little cards, like different kinds of diamond dots and yeah. like different like scenes and stuff. So that might be a fun, like you know it's very like it's always like where do we put the diamond dot after we're done like a card is really nice because you can either give it away put it in a frame and it's very small um but i think i'm gonna frame mine and hang it up i like it a lot you yeah um but i know that you can take like glue and put over it and then you can like if you like one you can like put it on a pillow like people do a lot of different stuff with there so um yeah so i have a baby yoda one that or a mandalorian or something um that i need to get working on that really motivated me to 
start doing it and I had a lot of fun and we I wood burned a little ornament last <laughs> night with the wrong date on it. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to tell her. It's funny. Um and I'm trying to think of what else. I worked on my planner and uh oh I painted a rock too. Well I colored a rock with a Sharpie and some correctional tape because I <laughs> everybody's like we have a white pen or a white paint. I was in my own world. Um <laughs> But yeah, also, it was I've a- never heard whiteout called correctional tape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's government name. I was like, what? I was like, when did you have tape? What? The whiteout. I forgot about the whiteout. Because I like, I, we got a huge pack from like Sam's Club, so I'm like, what can I do with this? Like, and I love yeah, I those. Know. Those are the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little rolly. Yeah. yeah, crispy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, I think that's all the crafting I did. Um, what about you, Shelby? Oh, what have you been crafted, up to? Oh. crafted cookies you brought. Oh, yeah. We all like decorated some cookies. They're yeah, that was fun cookies. too. That was really nice. Delicious. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, not, nothing except for what we yeah did last week or last night, the diamond dot. I know this pushes me to want to do my um spooky cat. And <laughs> um, let's see, I colored in a rock too, and Jess and I attempted some wood burning. Uh, it was not was our it for me. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't our thing. Um, and we also did some resin, which I still have the purple on my like stuck in my fingers from that. No way! Oh my yeah, gosh. Well, I can't thank get it out. You for the commitment. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> hey. So yeah, that's um. It it was a lot of fun. I'm excited. Um, I did bring my mic, my temperature blanket, which Mike called my infinity blanket yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I but I did that. not uh work on it last night. So yeah. Yeah, that's about it. What about you, Jess? Yeah, I mean, same stuff. Uh, I'm really into the diamond dot. I, mm-hmm. I, Tab was very nice in bringing us these cards we could work on that were diamond dot. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you just got them from Michaels. I think I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. look into this. Um, I that was really fun. Um, I nice, had a great yeah. time. And uh, as Shelby mentioned, we got into some resin. Um, so made like a little. Like just like a little tiny container. I was like, I could put Q-tips in this or like, yeah. like bobby yeah. pins or something. Um, it was very it's, Katie, amazing. Thank you for letting us like set up. You she set up a whole like resin situation. Yeah. Um, and she has so many amazing colors. It was really hard to pick, but I ended up going with like a goosebumps theme of like a like a slime green, and like more of a hollow purple. Almost it kind of came out like a little bit more like a blue, but. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, yeah, I can't wait to see awesome. how yeah. it Yeah, it was really fun to do. Um, but yeah, and did a little painting on um, Katie had a bunch of wood cookies for us <laughs> and rocks. So that was a yeah. blast. It was nice to just like hang out and like just doodle. And yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. And we're talking uh, about doing like craft nights once a month would be so cool yeah mm-hmm. so fun i would also like applaud how well we all work together having to like share the trays and the and the uh oh, for diamonds sure. yeah. and stuff yeah. like it, i was like this we, were, we really did we teamed yeah. up yeah for sure yeah that was cool so it's a diamond dots are very satisfying for some reason yeah yeah so mm-hmm. yeah what about our health and wellness I just been working out still. I've been well. I signed up for the um Corktown 5K, yeah, so I'm officially yeah. gonna do that. That's exciting. Josh signed up for the 5K plus a mile, which I'm like, oh damn, I'm good. You can do that. I will see you at the finish line. Um, but yeah, um, that should be really fun. And I've just been. We should hang out after. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, just been uh running on the treadmill. Nothing. The Getting weather. Ready. It's yeah, it's hard to, like, when it's cold outside, like, it's not that, like, it's cold outside, so I'm like, I don't want to go outside, but once I, like, start running and moving around, it's not that cold in the garage, so I'm like, just need to get out there and just not dread it, because it's not that big, it's, it's good, and it's, like, breaking up the monotony of just going to the gym and, like, doing the elliptical, and I still want to get, um, start lifting with our little gorilla bow, I just, I think maybe this weekend we'll try, I'll try to put that together, a little workout for that. Cause I'm like, I just keep seeing stuff. Like when you're older, the most important thing is to like still retain your strength. And I'm like, I don't have any strength right now. Like when I get old, <laughs> I'm going to be a weak ass bitch. <laughs> and so I'm like, I got to get going on this days are yeah. So it's fine. So yeah, I'm going to work on that hopefully soon. And um, yeah, that's pretty much I'm trying to think anything else exciting. Still on my protein pancake journey. Have that like every morning. It's delicious. That. 
and we're doing every plate. And uh, luckily, I for, I didn't get to pick all. Well, did I pick? I picked some of the meals. But they sent one, like a chicken one. And I was like, ooh, this is actually like a meal that I wouldn't have normally picked. But uh, okay. it ended up being good. It was just like chicken with Parmesan and panko on it. But um, it was like the perfect Italian chicken for like if you're making like chicken parm or something. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can use this for other stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. What about you, Shelby? Uh, same as the last whatever of this podcast where <laughs> I haven't done anything and um, I need to figure stuff out, I guess. I, you had a, uh, you had a crazy week. I have off my, my, yeah, my crossword, my Duolingo. I need to uh, reset, reset. So um, maybe next week. We'll see. What about you, Jess? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was... Um, I drove Shelby home last night and I was telling her how uh, February has just been really like a really hard mental health month for me. Uh, I don't know. I've just not in it, not thriving. Um, so um, with that, that, you know, plays a big role of. Um, I just realized we flipped um, health and wellness and crafting. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, Mixing guys. it up. <laughs> Mixing it up. Um but oh, I don't know why I did that. I wrote crafting first, and then I was like, "Oh, it's okay." I was like, "I couldn't." I was like, "I know I have notes." Like, where am I? Okay, <laughs> no, we're all good. Um, but yeah, I've just been struggling these last few weeks. Um, I did do um MK Fitz uh new Pilates one she had. I I like the Taylor one a little bit better. This one was a Disney one, but it was still really good. I just also think my mindset was not in a positive place, mm. so you know, um. Yeah. But yeah, I'm hoping my I have a week off. I'm hoping that is like a good reset for me and like I don't know. Um, but yeah, se- seasonally I think that plays a role as well. But um, I have been doing well with like reorganizing different areas of my house and cleaning parts of my house and stuff like that. Um, so that's a positive, yeah, thing. definitely thing. Um, and that helps like my mental health too when things um are too cuddled cluttered that like gets me overwhelmed so yeah we're i'm i'm gonna hopefully be back in the swing of things here after my vacation but i think some sun some warm weather you're gonna be driving we're gonna be doing a lot of walking like our airbnb is in downtown we can walk to everything so that'll be nice and i'm gonna get some some good sleep in and yeah it's gonna be good like our flight is only three hours so like every there's there's all positive things going on so yeah definitely yeah but what are your guys's latest obsessions okay so my latest obsession is from the store costco maybe you've heard of it they Ooh. are selling individual yes. packs of veg like these are like tiny vegetable trays basically okay like and i've never seen them at the store before they're come in a pack of four of these oh. and they come with a ranch carrots celery and broccoli and they're, you I know, love it. I love the convenience. It's it's about yes. two dollars a container, yes. but if you're going to like Walmart and buying an individual snack tray, like oh, it's obviously like you can make this yourself. But when you're like in, like it gives me joy. So I'm just gonna get this, and it's gonna accept. I, I love I that. Didn't break my tooth. Everything was fine in my mouth. I just, I thought I ate the carrot, and I was like, did I break my molar? It didn't. Everything's fine. Anyways. So just like, you know, sometimes like it's hard for me to get like vegetables. So I'm like, I'm just going to get these. And when I need a little snack, you can just pull that out. It's 160 calories. Hidden Valley Ranch in it. Delicious. The the celery, I could take it or leave it. But maybe maybe I'll eat some celery. Who knows? I didn't eat it last time. Maybe next time. Will you eat it with peanut butter? Yeah, probably. With raisins, like ants on a log. That's my season. Maybe I should do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pick up some raisins today. What about some... uh... What about some chocolate covered raisins? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> raisinets. Yeah. I, wait, why don't people do that in regular? Hmm. It's okay, got, yeah, we got a healthy alternative. Jot that down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the vessel to eat the candy, yeah. <laughs> or like they have the yogurt raisins. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to know. think hmm. about it. But yeah, I mean, maybe not for all the time, but for right now, when I'm like, don't I feel love like making myself. And I've I'm never seen them. I saw them for it a while for ago sure. online, and I kept looking for them, and I saw them there. I was like, "Oh, today's the day! I'm in, I'm getting them. I don't care." So if I can't find them, I might have you meal some up here. Yeah, vegetable awesome. meal, little yeah. pe- party veggie veggie tray meal. Um, but that. yeah, so obsessed with those. Excited that I finally found them. And yeah, that's what I'm currently obsessed with. What about you, Shelby? Um, so my obsession. I don't like. I don't know why I didn't mention this 
formerly but um so ashley tisdale has like a scent line at yeah. target called being frenchy which just also introduced to me like quite a like probably two years ago at this there point yeah oh, um <laughs> i don't know year or two who knows time's flying um <laughs> and i um got their roll her their roll-on perfume oil Ooh. And I am really liking it. I got it in that Bergmont and Cedar scent. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's my um. I love I just, her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I've been kind of looking for like a per like a perfume or something. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I really like this. It smells really good and everything like that. So that's me. What about you, Jess? Well, I'm on an Alani journey here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> over here. Um, I love this for you. Yeah, so I know like you guys have had them before and you like them. Um, I know like one of my coworkers. Um, I'll catch her like in the afternoon. She's drinking one. She's like, "Oh yeah, it's good. Bring me back to life." And our our uh, well loved fitness instructor Whitney Simmons. Yes. Um, she she actually uses Alani as like her. She doesn't use the pre workout. She uses like the energy drinks as her pre workout because yeah. she talks mm-hmm. about how like pre workout is sometimes like just too much for her. So this is like a better alternative. Um, so I was like, I'll give it a try. I'll try it out. I'm not like an energy drink person, but I like that these ones have like vitamins and a biotin, mm. all all some good stuff in there as well. Um, and I gave it a try before Super Bowl, I want to say, right? Yeah. 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 And I just got their mini cans um, because I was like, well, I'll try some flavors and see. I really like so far. I've tried the peach ring one or some juicy peach. Um, that one's my favorite so far. I really like that, and that comes in the mini cans because I'm more of like a. I just need. I just want a little bit. Um, I've also tried their cherry slushy one. That's very good, and their watermelon that has been delicious. <laughs> um, so I have with me today. I'm gonna try Ooh. one. Um, I have their breezeberry. Have you guys had this one? Yes. I haven't. Do you not like it? No, I do like it. No, I do like that. No, I actually haven't. No, I've never tasted one where I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. There's just ones I prefer more than not. Prefer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You mentioned the Kimade one, which I have. I love the Kimade one. That's my fave. My coworker, she really likes that one too. Um, so I'm trying the the breezeberry today. It is a full, it's a full size one, but I, I talked to Doug. I was like, will you split this with me? <laughs> Cause I, sometimes I just feel like I don't need a full energy drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Um, but it is like comparable to two cups of coffee. So like really not that bad. I say, Take yeah, care. I understand while well, I have a large Red Bull in the fridge right now. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there, yeah. A, I love that they're they're more so they're more caffeine than a monster. I was looking. Really? How much? I love that monster. Like I think monster is like one sixty. I think those are like two hundred. Okay. So not that 200, much. But, yeah. Yeah. And the mini cans are a hundred. So oh, okay. Um, and then Tabby, you're telling me that like your Dollar Tree had some, so I went to Dollar Tree. They didn't have any of the energy drinks, but they had um one of their coffee protein drinks. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, it smells live taste test. It smells good. Whoa, it tastes like like blue raspberry. Yeah, like a blue oh. raspberry. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's exciting. I know they're very flavorful, and they don't have like that like um like I think Aspartame. some yeah yeah, and they don't like have that, that um acidic taste that some energy drinks have, like the oh, little that's battery really acid. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Um, Thank you for the help on this journey and um, help me get there. I Also, I just, when I had that energy drink for the first time, I had a mini one. (laughs) I loved it. It was so funny. You're you're driving. Well, I was like dead on the couch and I was like, I don't want to, I have no motivation to do anything, but I have so much to do. Like, I'm so overwhelmed, blah, blah, blah. And I, I put a record on, I put some Taylor Swift on, bumping it through the house and I had my little mini Alani and I I sipped on that and I was like <laughs> I feel I literally texted you guys I was like I don't feel dead inside like I feel alive and I can get stuff done I like reorganized a whole section of my kitchen like got rid of stuff like I was going nuts. hell yeah yeah I love that yeah amazing um and I did see some people were reviewing it and they some people were even saying it like 
they will do it um like have some when they're studying like it helps them focus and stay like in the moment and stuff like that yeah a lot of people that actually have adhd uh, caffeine actually helps them focus but like so i didn't realize but josh can drink a bunch of caffeine and go to right go right to bed and then once you realize like caffeine actually helps people so you know yeah i'm i'm noticing yeah Yeah. and i had like a little bit i had another smaller one at work and I like cl- like cleaned up a bunch at work too. Like I stayed and did a bunch of stuff. So maybe, yeah. maybe that's what's helping me out. I don't know. It helps mm-hmm. me like focus and gives me energy, obviously. But that's yeah, good. I had one at lunch, um, the watermelon one. And my my coworkers like, this looks like alcohol. What are you drinking? <laughs> I, like, I, I promise you, I'm not just cracking a salsa. Like, it's just a little oh, energy. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's it for me. Um, I will. Maybe by the next time, I probably I probably won't try any new flavors next by next week. But the following week, I will give us a little update on if there's any ones I like more. I still think peach is my favorite. The peach but one maybe is I'm, good. Yeah. Maybe I'm just sentimental that that one like brought me back to life for the first time. So. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this one is really good though. The breeze berry. The peach one also has really like the graph, like the colors, the coral and the teal. Yeah. But, yeah, that's it for me. Very good. Wow nice well hopefully next week will be well for jess it'll be real good she'll be in austin hopefully. driving yeah yeah, yeah. No, no it will be with, it will with love be. from austin yeah. with love from austin <laughs> <laughs> all righty well i know we all got a lot going on at the moment but thanks for taking a moment tune it in see you next week bye bye thanks for bye. listening to a lot going on at the moment you can find us on apple podcasts spotify and soundcloud if you like the show please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen you can find us on Instagram at a lot going on ATM and on Twitter at a lot going on pod. Theme music by Doug Cooner.